on-demand coverage. This is the PFT PM Podcast. And now, your host, Mike Florio. It's Friday, June the 22nd, PFT PM. Special edition of the podcast today. It's possible this one is going to end up in the archives. Never posted, never played. It all depends on what unfolds over the next half hour to 45 minutes to an hour. Because with me, in the room, I usually never have anyone in the studio with me. Today, my son, Michael Alexander Florio, not technically a junior. He's here with me, and I'm not quite sure how this is going to go, but welcome to your own house. Thank you. So, this is something that's happened by popular demand. The members of the PFTPM Posse... I'm glad you put my whole name out there. Why? I don't know. I feel like it's never really been there before now. Well, you go by A-Flow on Twitter. Yeah, with the... with the little underscore. And I call you Florio Jr. And I've done that yeah, for over... Yeah, you've done, you've done that for years, though. Yeah. So you're not technically a junior. It's almost like nope. Jim... You ever hear of Jim Mora? You know yes. Jim Mora. Yeah. Jim Mora, the younger, and Jim Mora, the older. They aren't senior and junior. So it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Although you don't go by Michael. I kind of want to. Maybe when I'm older one day. Like when I'm dead? No, like when I'm like 40. Okay, hopefully I'll be alive then. What is that, 19 years? I hope to yep. still be alive. Did, did, did you hear the story about stats when we got the dog, what stats said to me when I said, I'm already thinking about the dog getting to the point where I have to take it to the Yeah, zone. I heard about what you said. Yeah. No, what what he said. He said, oh, don't oh, worry. Oh, no, dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The dog may said. outlive you. Yeah. Thanks, stats, you son of a bitch. Wow. So, stats, what? You, you've you never listened to the PFTPM podcast? You know, no, I like, you, you, uh, you used some language there. Yeah, I know. You've never listened to the PFTPM podcast. I use some language. It's I know. I just just not used to it yet. Well, you're the one that was lobbying to drop F-bombs during this. You're going to sit I there know. across from I me mean, and, and say the F-word in front of your father? I have before. Well, that's right. I think earlier today. You didn't, Possibly. You, you didn't think I heard you, though. I might have. I might have said something. Tell the story about the first time you ever heard me say the F-word. Don't use the name of the person I was referring to. No, I, I, will not, I will not use any names. But I just remember, I was probably probably like nine years old, nine or ten. I was really young, and I was asleep. And my parents were talking about somebody thinking I was asleep, and I couldn't hear them. And I hear my dad call someone a mother effer, and, and he thought I was asleep, and my... <laughs> My mom got a little mad at him for saying that right in front of me, but he was like, oh, he's asleep. And I was, I was a little traumatized. <laughs> oh, that's great to know. And how many years did I lie about it saying you dreamed it? Probably until last year. Did you ever believe me when I said that, that you were dreaming it and I didn't no, actually say no. it? No, I, I know when I'm not dreaming and when I am. All right. I, I, I knew it was real. Well, I'm sorry I traumatized you with my foul language. It's okay. Had you ever used that word before? Not when I was I was pretty young, so no. You had never you were nine or ten, and you'd never used it. That's a bunch of crap. I I swear I was. Mom was very stern with me not to use that word. Well, right, but it's not like she's with you all yeah, the time. Yeah, but I didn't know. None of my friends said it. Well, 
That's pretty good. I'm glad there was actually a period of time that you listened to us because I know when I was in first grade, we learned that word and I made the mistake of coming home and asking my mom about it. And of course, it's smack in the face first and ask questions later. And that's kind of how it played out back in 1971. Okay, so yeah, you're going to hear some foul language from time to time, but I don't use the F word, although they try to get me to use the F word. Did you listen to the time Chris Sims was on the show? What he said to me right out of the gates? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he, he told me about that. Yeah, he went F word on me right out of the gates. And he tries to get me to do it. But I just, I can't. In the appropriate circumstance, I will. Maybe like if the dog would would show up in here with like, you know, something in her mouth or crap on the floor during this. Although the dog the dog is safeguarded downstairs. We, we have a respite from the dog. This puppy, has the puppy been what you expected it to be? I mean, I really think she would bite the hell out of me all the time like she does now. She bites you. She bites your shorts. She bites your socks. She bites your leg. She I bites, can't, she, I can't pet her because she wants to just gnaw my hand. I really do think that she views my wife, your mother, as the alpha. And I'm just kind of here. I'm the one that takes her out to pee and poop from time to time and feeds her from time to time. She just kind of ignores me. She gets excited the first time she sees me every morning, and then the rest of the day I'm just kind of here. You're like her sibling. You, you, you're the two, you're like the because she right. she's a, the very rare and I didn't yeah. even know there was a name for this a singleton. She she was a one puppy litter, so she didn't have the other the other puppies to play with. So you're the other puppy that she's playing with. Right. I mean, I kind of figured that out when she decides she liked to chew on my face, like on my beard. I figured she might've saw me as another dog. Well, you do have as much hair as she does on the face. Almost. Well, I can't find my guard for my razor. So how old were you when you grew a beard? Like fool or just anything on my face? When was it that you first had facial hair? Cause you were young. I was like 12 when you guys made me shave. And when did you defy us and grow a beard? When I was 15. And you had a beard ever since? Yeah. There were a couple times where you shaved yeah, your face. Yeah, I would take, I would shave uh, pretty frequently just because I had a chin strap and like, I don't know. If if I had to, I would just shave the face. How long have you had this beard that you have right now? It's at least been two years, hasn't it? Um, Probably like when I was a senior. Like... I've been like clean shaven like once in like the past two years. I start. It's kind of gross. Yeah, but I mean, I can't grow a beard like that. And every time I get to this period where I've got four weeks off of TV, I'm tempted to just let it grow and see what it does. The problem is it instantly comes in white and it looks, you, you go from like, it never looks good. It's like. Okay, I think you have something on your face one day, and the next day you look homeless because it's completely white. So you're just not going to grow your beard out until the hair on your head is white. You mean my toupee? I guess guess once you decide to change colors for that. Wait, do you actually think I have a toupee? I mean, I've known you for 21 years. I just, you know, I play along with the joke. Well, okay, how are you playing along? That I don't or that I do? I mean, I've pulled on your hair plenty of times. I know everyone thinks you have a toupee, but it's it's real. I promise. My, you know, your 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 mom wants me to shave it just to show everyone that it's real, and I'm afraid that if I do, it won't grow back. So, I may do the beard. Every, everyone's gonna think you got me into saying that your hair's real. Well, that's right. I do finance your lifestyle, so you would have a yep. bias. You would have a reason to say whatever I tell you to say. Yeah, but it's it's real, and I just and I also say it's real because I also think it will influence the future of my head, 
and I would like to keep hair on it for the rest of my life. How does that work? I mean, I hear all the time that you look at your mother's father and your grandfather. Yes. He has a full head of hair and he's yeah, 81. Yeah, he does. He does have a lot of hair. Like, and he, his hair was jet black for years, like up until he was 60. And he didn't use shoe polish on it either. No, he did not. Do you know the story about what he said to me recently? He said to me, you need to start putting shoe polish in your hair. And I said, you know, if I did that, you'd say, why do you put shoe polish in your hair? He said, yeah, I probably would do that. So yeah. I was like, I can't win. So just let me have gray hair and, and yeah, I'll be done the, with I mean, it. the gray hair's not bad. Well, but he had, like, when you were born, he was yeah, yeah. he was in his, uh, what, 60s? He was about and, 60. And he still had a lot of a lot of black hair. Yeah. A lot. I so. think he was, like, he was, like, 60 when I was born. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah, 60, because he's 81 now and you're 21. So my math is not very good, but I'm confident. His birthday's in December, mine's in September. Right. I'm aware of that. Thank you. You know, my birthday happened recently. I still haven't gotten a gift. Oh, it did? Yeah. When was it? Yeah, it was two weeks ago. You got me a card. The card was funny. The gift was non-existent. Oh, I'd rather have yeah, the gift that. and not the card. Oh, yeah. I forgot I got you a card. You've gotten me some good gifts in the past. You got me the shoes that I, I still wear. You know, you helped me, like, uh, what? I had three pairs of shoes. You bought me a pair of shoes. I went to four. Uh, if I have yep. another yeah, hundred, maybe you I'll needed, catch you. You needed another pair, and I, I mean... Yeah, you just you need a little something new. At what age did so you... So in like five years, you'll get like another pair. Yeah, thanks. At what age did you decide you were going to buy up shoes all the time without asking us? Without asking? I guess maybe when I was 15. Yeah, and, and how many pairs do you have now? I don't know. I mean, I really bought the majority when I was 15 anyways. Oh, like you haven't bought any since then? I mean, I have, but I probably bought a third of what I have from ages 15. Like, yeah, on, probably 15 just 15. How many times were you up late on a Friday night because of some scam where they have a shoe coming out? It's not a scam. That's just when they released. It's a scam because you never get the shoe. You end up buying some other shoe Well, instead. it used to not be that way. It used to be easy to get the shoes up until about 2012. It started to be impossible. Like it, it, That's when it started to get hard to get shoes on a Saturday. Didn't you go to the mall? Mainly Jordans. Didn't you go to the mall one night, like late at night? Yeah, I, I've... We didn't go late at night. Actually, yeah, we went on Black Friday of, uh, I think it was 2011 because there was a pair coming out and I went and got them and it was super easy. And like, I had no problems then. It was nice. Remember the time we went to the mall at midnight when the Madden game come out to buy it? Remember that? You went with me. I think. I was it, I was probably like, what, 12? Yeah. And, and your mom your mom like was like, oh, okay, you, you, what's wrong with you guys? Why are you doing that? It's like, that's oh, Yeah, fun. it's nice that you don't have to do that kind of shit anymore. Okay. I mean, like, you could just, like, buy a game, like, on a PS4 or your Xbox, like, whatever. You could just buy it online and download it. There's no point of a midnight release anymore. No, I just reacted the way I did because you just casually dropped the S-bomb, but please, continue. You you were saying that I didn't, I wasn't cussing, even though I was insisting on it, and then I do, and then... Just, Why do they have pre-orders? Why do they have pre-orders? They have pre-orders of video games, they have pre-orders of movies. I, like, I pre-ordered The Last Call of Duty so I could play the beta. But that's the thing. Unless they give you something else, what's the point in pre-ordering it? It still comes out when There's it comes not, out. Unless it's cheaper to pre-order. They've that's got, the only point. Uh, we, we may watch a movie tonight, and we've got iTunes, and they have all these movies you can pre-order. Why the hell am I going to pre-order this? It's it's not... it's not. You know, when you use the back scratcher, it actually comes through the microphone. Just so you're aware. This thing's old, too. Or, yeah, you bought you bought that. It's, it's a Dollywood back scratcher, or depending upon, you know, uh, how you use it, it could be butt scratcher! What's that from? Peter, uh, Peter Griffin, Family Guy. 
Butt scratcher? Which one's Peter? Peter Griffin. He's the dad. Uh, I don't remember Peter. From Family Guy. Uh, Just shut up. Does ring a bell. All right. Um, you want, should should we talk football? You know this is a football podcast. What is your plan? Do you plan to take over for me one day and like float me on an iceberg and like act like I was never here? Is that what's going to um, happen? No, I'll just put you in a nursing home. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I didn't mean it literally that you'd float me away on an iceberg. First of all, there's no icebergs around here. And by the time I'm old, there won't be any icebergs anyway at the rate things are going. I mean, you plan to take over. Liberal. And like, you, you plan to take over. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, you know, and be done with me. Hostile takeover. That's why you want to start going by Mike. Then people will just think it's me. I can be Michael. You can just be Mike. All right. Yeah. I mean, I could be, I could be Mikey, you know? Yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, you're still in school. You're still finding your way. You got to learn what you're going to do, but I'm not going anywhere anytime soon, but at some point I got to hand this baton to somebody. You know what? Maybe, maybe they could just call me junior. Junior's fine. Yeah. I mean, sorry. I had to interrupt. Your little ramble right there. <laughs> but I wanted to say what was on my mind. Whose idea was this? I don't like this. You said something about it last year. Well, and I said whenever you're ready to do it. And then all of a sudden you're ready to do it. It's like, wow, that was quick. I mean, I thought there would be like we'd talk about it. Like, what would it be like? How would we do it? How would we How would we execute it? All of a sudden you're like, hey, I want to do that tomorrow. Like, okay. And and then you're telling people that you're going to do it. You got, you're, you're working behind my back with the PFTPM posse. You're, you're sending DMs to them. I don't know what's going on under my nose. Well, yeah, we, we, we talked about it a little bit at first. Yeah, that guy's a bad influence. Nah, he's, don't say that. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, well, well is it, what's going on in football today? You know, I got to check and see, because it's, it's getting to that point. You know about the bad news dumps that the NFL does. Friday afternoons, if there's bad news to be had, they tend to drop it out. And, uh, wow, um, how about I mean, this? How about this? There's Jameis. Hey, here's some news. I just happened to pull up Twitter. Gene Steratore, 15-year veteran official, informed me today that he is retiring from the NFL. He entered the league in 2003, was promoted to referee in 2006. He is retiring. I guarantee you what's going to happen is he's going to be hired by CBS to be their rules analyst because just in recent days... There's been Jeff Triplett hired by ESPN to be the rules analyst. There's a report that Terry McCauley, who retired yesterday, is being hired by NBC to be the rules analyst. I can neither confirm nor deny that. And now Gene Steratore, I guarantee it's going to be CBS. And you know why they're doing it? They're doing it because you got the kickoff changes. You got this new helmet rule that no one knows what the hell the rule is. You've got a need now like never before to have somebody on the payroll who can explain to the audience what in the hell is going on during a game. That's smart. That's a very insightful take by you. Yeah, thanks. And here's the other thing, too. When Dean Blandino was at the league office running the officiating department, you could get good information from him quickly. It's harder to get good information quickly from Al Riveron, who's now in charge. So that just popped up. Al Riveron announcing on Twitter that Gene Steratore is out, and my guess is he's going to be at CBS because Fox has Mike Pereira and Dean Blandino. NBC reportedly has Terry McCauley. ESPN has Jeff Triplett. That leaves Gene Steratore as the cheese that stands alone, or CBS, rather, is the cheese that stands alone. All right. But it's it's no fun talking about football when we're here just, like, talking about whatever. How about Jameis Winston? I was thinking that maybe, maybe we would see the suspension in the next hour or so. The NFL likes to bury bad news late on a Friday afternoon. The thinking is over the weekend no one's going to talk about it. Are you going to hit your e-cig in here? 
Oh, don't talk about the e-cig. All right, nothing about nothing about the e-cig. I'm just kidding. What there's, are you talking about? There's there's no there's no e-cig in this vicinity. There's no e-cigaretting in the house. Gross. Yeah, it is gross. It's vile. It's disgusting. All right, so uh, Jameis Winston may get suspended, and why? I, well, because of the incident in March of 2016, an Uber driver was alleged. That the- Publix thing? No, this was that was all pre. Do you pay attention to the NFL at all? Yeah, I do. I know. I know what you're about to say. Yeah, and here's the thing: when I was in college, I really didn't because you get caught up in everything but the NFL, and so I don't know how closely you pay attention to it. I, now I know on Sundays last season you were very helpful to me, like keeping your eyes open on what was happening in the NFL. But yes, the Jameis Winston incident, Uber driver alleged that he groped her March of 2016, and. A suspension is expected really any day now, and it could happen by the time we wrap up today. Jameis Winston's suspension could be official. And here's the thinking. Because the Me Too movement has resulted in very serious consequences for people who are found to have done these these things, specifically when men misbehave in relation to women in and around the workplace. Now, this wasn't a workplace issue, but it's still a bad thing, and there's a workplace consequence. There are people in Tampa who may want Jameis Winston to be gone from the Buccaneers once we get the NFL's findings. The NFL, if the picture that is painted is graphic and disturbing, it could cause people to begin to say Jameis Winston needs to be gone. But because he's the franchise quarterback, because they really need him, they're going to try to make an excuse for him and keep him around. Because if you get rid of Jameis Winston, what do you got? You got Ryan Fitzpatrick. All due respect, Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't Jameis Winston. And Jameis Winston is the guy that they hope will be their quarterback for another decade. So I think they'll try to justify keeping him. But depending upon what the details are, depending upon how it all unfolds, it could be difficult because there could be people who say, get rid of Jameis Winston. So that's where that stands. You got anything to, you got anything to add yeah, on that? Yeah, I, I could see why people want to get rid of him. Because of the yeah. fact, I mean, people... Uh, yeah, I mean, what he did, yeah. If, I mean... I mean, think about it. It's it's not a rape, but if you grab somebody in the yeah, crotch, that's, uh, that, yeah. that's, that's a form of sexual assault. Yeah. So, how sensitive are kids your age? I mean, I know kids... Look, it's been 30 years since I was your age. 31, 32. Holy shit. But, um, I mean, how much has this Me Too movement influenced the way that... that that kids your age interact? Does it does it factor in at all? Are people um, more careful about what they say around each other? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty prominent. Like, like at WVU, like, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going around or, like, with that kind of like stuff. Like a lot of communication to the students about how to properly <coughs> interact with each other yeah. and what to do if you think you're a victim of any type of improper yeah. conduct. Yeah, like, yeah. they try to make it easy for anyone that's struggling with that kind of stuff like so like everything's really supportive towards that all right well i don't see anything yet from Jameis winston the steritor retirement is the the big news that kind of popped up just out of nowhere and uh, there really isn't anything else going on you know this is the slow time in the nfl and i don't know what we'd be talking about right now but for the Jameis Winston incident that continues to be unresolved. Here's what I'm going to do. We got a lot of questions from the PFTPM posse, and a lot of them are directed to you. Originally, I was going to have you read the questions because I usually make stats read the questions during the show, but uh, I'm going to read them because uh, I I think that you're going to have to answer a lot of these. Let's start with PFTPM posse account. If I'm going to buy a PS4 just so I can dominate pro football talk in Madden 19, what advice tips do you have? I haven't gamed in six plus years. I'll be ready blah, blah, blah. Look, I'm not giving any tips. Bring it on. Figure it out on your own. Why am I going to help him? I want to beat him. Right? I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Sink or swim. So. I mean, I don't play Madden, so I don't, 
I don't know how to help. What's your go-to game? <laughs> Call of Duty. What about Fortnite? Don't you do Fortnite? No, I don't play Fortnite. Did you ever? Yeah, I used to play. But the Wi-Fi we have here is not very good, so I don't really play Fortnite. Here. Shout out to our our Wi-Fi <coughs> provider. We're getting a new. Uh, we're getting a new. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. I've I been know. saying that for I know six we're months. Getting new. How long? Finally. Have been, how long have I been saying that? Too long. How long have I been saying it? Well, I mean, it took me a year to finally admit that we needed a new internet provider, and it's taken months to get it installed, and they say it's coming any day now. But you're right. The Wi-Fi here stinks. And right now we're working off of my, my hotspot on my phone because the Wi-Fi currently stinks. So uh, so that's why you can't play Fortnite. Right. Now, but but when your cousins are here, who are 11 and 13, that's they make a beeline. One goes to the theater downstairs and one goes to the gym, and they're both playing Fortnite separately. Wow, there's a theater and a gym? Yeah, that's a humble brag, huh? Um, I, I guess, see how I I guess that it in. is. Were you not aware that there's a theater and a gym? I am now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. What do we have As I'm here? sure everyone else is, huh, guys? At PFTPM Posse asks, let's have A-Flow talk about what it's like to have grown up with a lawyer for a dad living under your roof. What were the worst rules, most strict about, most embarrassing moments, habits? You know, just chat. All right, let's start with that. What, I mean, were, the, what were the worst rules? I there's, mean, there's four first questions of all, here. First of all, not only were you a lawyer, but my mom was also a lawyer. So both of my parents were lawyers. So, what, so you got to think about that, too. All right. And what did that mean for you growing up other than hearing me drop an MF bomb about another well, lawyer? Also, being an only child, I was quite sheltered. Yes. Were we strict? Um, Not like not like too strict, but like kind of strict. But how about overprotective? Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, you're just keeping me safe. Yeah. And we're still that way, even though you're 21. And I'm still here. Yeah. And we're still that way, even though you're 21. Yes. So, um, let's see. What what were the what what were we the hardest on you about? I don't know. Maybe. I guess like really just school, but I mean, I did, I did pretty well when I was younger. Yes, you did. You did extremely well in school. Yeah, I was great compared to now. Oh, you're doing all right now. You're doing all right. I was great back then. All right. I was genius well you still have that in you Nah. well we'll see it and listen genius only takes you so far at some point you got to be able to yeah you're right yeah like let me finish a sentence you know like that those those kinds of things are important tasks and you're awfully fidgety you're messing with the butt scratcher you're finding all sorts of crap that i, I just have remember on my desk. i just remember this from when you had the law office because i used to see these all the time and what this is for the people out there who can't see what we're doing i found an old stamp for uh, letters and it's just it was my signature it was my first name so when i would do letters i wouldn't have to sign them my administrative assistant would just stamp my name on it so it was in incredibly impersonal and it looks well like, i'm sure you weren't the only one that used that i know but it looks like it still works it looks like i, I need signed to get it. i think i need to get one of those but it looks like i signed it it's and great it's, and it's a perfect signature every time that's right never have to redo it nope so, uh, yeah, I still have it. It's still got ink in it. I haven't, I yeah. haven't practiced law for nine years. That's great. Wow. Do you want this? You can have it if you want it. I mean, if we had similar names. Well, it is Mike. You said you're going to go by that eventually. Yeah, but my middle name doesn't start with a J. If, but, it, but see, it's just my first name. See, you're not looking. It's just my first name. I have both versions. I have full name and just first oh. name. These things are, you know, if they were expensive, I wouldn't have done it. But it was like five bucks. Yeah. 
So here, you can have it. Thanks. There. Have, uh, Merry Christmas. Um, you can give it back to me and call it my birthday gift. All right. What else do we have here? Father's Day. At PFTPM Posse, I love what Doug Baldwin, Malcolm Jenkins, Tory Smith, and Benjamin Watson did in the letter they wrote to the president about pardoning people with nonviolent drug offenses. Could you get them on to talk about this and their stance more? I have, I have, I have, uh, um, I have uh, tried to get Tory Smith. We'll try to get some of the other guys on. And uh, Tory Smith declined. We'll see if we can get one of these other guys to talk about what they want to do. But I like what they're doing. From the standpoint of not simply asking for pardons for this person, that person, that person, that person. The idea that they're trying to make changes to the system. Changes to a system that results in people being placed in prison when maybe, you know, they shouldn't be. Or put in prison for a lot longer than they should be. And uh, and having ridiculous prison terms and, and cluttering up the, the uh, you know, the, uh, the system. All right, we're trying to communicate during this without it being obvious. He wants me to scroll down some more after. Okay, we're going to scroll down and see yeah, what's Yeah, the only here. ones popping up are just PFDPM posse ones. Right, I want to... Yeah. But, but we, we, but I we, know, but we got like... Well, I mean, we got to do theirs, but there's other people ask questions Well, Garrett Blunt posted photos of his Super Bowl rings. It seems like the Eagles didn't go all out as the PFTPM posse would have expected because the Eagles ring is much smaller than the two rings Garrett Blunt one from uh, the Patriots. And I hadn't noticed that before. Look at that. I mean, we're, if you yeah, have to, that, is, that is quite the difference right there. It, it is much smaller than the other two. The other two are huge. The Eagles ring, not nearly as big, but uh, I'd, I'd still take one if I could get one. You know, they're auctioning off, not auctioning, they're raffling off. I got to use the right word. They're raffling off an Eagles Super Bowl ring. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about buying some chances. That'd be a waste. Why? I don't, I don't think we need that. Because you hate the Eagles? I don't hate the Eagles, but we, uh, I don't know. I'd like a Super Bowl ring, though. I'd it's take not like you, you're not a one. collector, though. Like, I would get, like, an old one, maybe a little cheaper. But if you get it for, it's only like 10 right. bucks. I'm, All right, if it's 10 bucks, then, not, yeah, I get it. It's not like we're going to win. Oh, well, yeah. So, I'm just, I'd love to get a Super Bowl ring. I Have you ever held a Super Bowl ring? I don't think, um. I don't think so. I mean, because you've been to the Super Bowl in the media center a bunch of times. I don't know if you ever had one in your hand. Heinz oh, Ward's great. Super Bowl rings are incredible. They're incredible. I know. Yeah, you showed me the pictures. All of right. Them. But when you hold it, it's like, a, it's like holding a bowling ball. There's a weight to it. It's a palpable thing. It's like a living thing in your hand. All right, what else do we have? Uh, John, let's scroll down. Let's see what else we got. We may scroll back up PFTPM Posse. Yeah, it's just all PFTPM Posse questions. But but they're good questions. I know I know they're good, but it's just it's just your whole screen is that because you follow them. PFTPM. Like, they come up first because you follow them. Oh okay, well now that makes yeah. sense. Your dad always talks about how hashtag life is rated R. What's your favorite story about how pro football talk lived up to that mantra? I think we've already told the story of you being introduced to the f bomb. Was there another time where I proved to you that life is rated R with my language or my behavior? I don't think so. I think I that's think the so. one. I think that was that was the only one that really struck me. Yeah, and it, it scarred you. It was. It was traumatic. All right. Uh, PFTP and Posse, Terry McCauley, what's my knowledge and experience of him? How do I feel he'll do as Sunday Night Football rules analyst? Is he good at articulating things in a succinct manner? I just don't know because when we hear these referees during games, they speak in very limited sound bites. It's like Woody from Toy Story. You pull the string and they say, holding number 76 offense, 10 yards, still first down. They don't have to put together sentences in real time. That's the problem. That's the issue. And Mike Carey was horrible, all due respect, 
at CBS. We'll see how these other guys do. I don't think they auditioned Mike Carey, though. I think that was CBS's mistake. NBC auditioned referees, including reportedly Cleet Blakeman, and hired reportedly Terry McCauley. Again, I can't confirm or deny that. That's an ESPN report. They only wake me up at NBC for the unimportant meetings. All right. What else do we have here? We have, we have, we have... Uh, Recliner QB, how serious can Moose Johnston be taking the GM job with an, uh, an Alliance of American football team if the majority of his time during the lead-up to the season will be spent with Fox on NFL game prep? I was surprised to see that Moose Johnston is staying with Fox while he becomes GM of the San Antonio franchise of the AAF. I thought he'd be leaving Fox. He's not. He's going to go double duty. I think there's enough time to do both. In part because I don't think being a GM of an AAF team is going to be nearly as exacting and taxing as being the GM of an NFL team. All right, let's see what else we have here. Oh, there's a question about Macy. We need to stock up on Frisbees for Macy. This comes from Mike Likes Dirt. My pup loves the Frisbees, and they're durable as hell. I, I, think, I think I'd like to teach her how to... Wouldn't that be great to teach her how to run and jump and catch a Frisbee? She's got, she's got a little... A little time. Yeah, but, and she's going to be large. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I mean, like, she really doesn't know how to play, like, fetch yet. I've tried already. I, I She'll she'll go and she'll jump learn. on the thing, but she won't bring it back. Yeah, she'll learn, though. Like, I'll throw something, and she'll, like, go bounding over and pounce on it, and then just pounce on it and walk away from it. It's like, I want you to bring it back to me, and she won't bring it back. Yeah, I, she'll learn one day. But when she's fully grown, I don't know. I don't think, I don't see her as one of those dogs that will run and jump and get a Frisbee, because she's going to kind of lumber. She's going to be, like, 70 or 80 pounds. She's already 20, what, 22, 23, and she's 11 weeks old. She's a giant. I, I took her out on a leash today, because we're trying to get, teach her how to use a leash. I think you were still asleep. She, like, dragged me down the hill, and she gets it all twisted around, and she jerks and, and runs around. Usually, it can break. And I've heard stories of people breaking their legs with dogs, you know, twisting them up and knocking them down. It's, uh, it's, th- th- this dog is only going to get stronger and stronger. All right, The Real Forno asks for you, A-Flo, of all the people your dad has introduced you to from the NFL, who was your favorite? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've met, I've met a lot of people over the years um, any standout I just remember when we were at the Barstool party and I saw Travis Kelsey like the second time that day because we I met him earlier for the first time and then we saw him there earlier I remember I don't know it was just funny and he's always been nice was, to us in that, yeah I, I was a little drunk too so it was, it was fun were you of legal age at that point Let's let's not answer that question. The, the the barstool party was crazy. Yes. Yeah, I'll never go back to that because I was uh I overserved. Um, I was I also overdrank. Yeah. So. Um, but it was it was, we had a fun time after like trying to walk around Houston. That was well. Let's not get into that. But yeah, and then we ran into Matt Casey. Like yeah, we no did. one else was around. We're walking around Houston at two in the morning. And they had Houston barricaded downtown, and I could see the hotel because Alex was staying with my brother-in-law and my nephew, and my wife and I were at a different hotel, and I was walking him back to his hotel, and 
and we had to like walk around these barrack you could not get to it the, the, the uber driver took us right to the point where you could see the hotel but there was a barricade there we couldn't get to the hotel so we had to do this long walk around and as we're walking here comes this guy in the other direction and it's matt casey the coordinating producer of pft live and who will be involved eventually in the pft pm podcast and he like went into a fighting stance like we say hey, it's matt casey and he like goes into a stance like he's going to go karate on us and uh it was just weird it was just so bizarre of all the people in the world we could have bumped into when no one else was around. I mean, no one is around. And then I finally got you back to the hotel and I wandered around Houston until I finally found my hotel, which yeah, I remember, like your, I remember your phone was dead too. So my phone was dead. I had no idea where I was. I just kept walking. And I thought if I walk long enough, I'll eventually either end up at home or at the hotel. And fortunately I ended up at the hotel. All right. Uh, Matt and Beantown wants some insight on the PFT logo. Has it remained the same throughout your creation of the website? Did you change it when you were acquired by NBC? You never changed it. Like when 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 you signed with NBC, you didn't change it. Well, wait, I don't think when did we had the there used to be PFT that was in a round talk bubble because I still have a couple of those shirts floating around where it's a round talk bubble and then at some point we made it a fish it was a like a football shaped bubble. Um, some people yeah, said it looks like a not, fish. That's not like too much of a drastic change. I think we did that like in, I don't know, 2006 or so. We didn't really change the logo that much. There's a slightly different logo they use for PFT Live on TV. And I've never really like, I've never said, well, yeah, there needs to be consistency. That's, that's just like the TV logo though. Yeah. So I, <laughs> th- there isn't really, you know, I need you, I need to get you a cough button. That's it. the pros in the business. See, I, I got a, I got a I cough scoot- button. But I went back behind. I don't I, think anyone could hear. No, it. I could hear it because I heard it back through oh, my headset. Sorry. No, that's all right. I, the, the pros use a cough button. Then you can cough. You can press it. And you can like cough. You can burp. You can fart. You can do whatever. All right. Uh, Mike likes dirt. I, and I've been thinking about this one. This is a good question. What? And and I've completely butchered it before I even started it. Which relationship between Sopranos characters best describes you and your son? And you're a big Sopranos fan, right? Yeah, I, I am. I am a fan of the sopranos like you tried watching it at one point and you weren't into it it was like last year i tried watching it i couldn't really get into it i don't know the first season i don't really like it that much see i thought the first season was excellent it, i mean it gets better and and then all of a sudden like you started watching it again and you got hooked and you just flew through it yeah have you watched it twice now uh i started watching it again a little bit but i'm still on the second season who's your favorite character uh, favorite character? Uh, I mean, obviously, I would say Tony. But well, some people may not may not have Tony as their favorite. Some people may but, like Paulie I mean, Walnuts. I yeah, I like Paulie too. He just he's probably the funniest on the show. Hey T, you hear what I said? So, uh, <laughs> so. Hey T, hear what I said? <laughs> so what? I mean, the obvious relationship is. Tony and AJ, father and son. But I think that, that it, it, it's more complicated than that. It could be Tony and Christopher because you're, you're going to be in the business. I, yeah, I guess, I guess it could kind of be like Tony and Christopher. But I promise not to whack you. I don't really like AJ that much either. Does Tony whack Christopher? Yeah, he does. Okay. So, yeah, it can't be Tony and Christopher. It has. How about, how about Tony and Uncle well, Junior? I mean, we also haven't whacked anybody else. No, we have done no whacking that anyone knows of yet. I mean, the, our business, I do lots of whacking. Our, 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 <laughs> that could be taken a lot of different ways, and I really don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. The, the um. Let's keep going. The, uh, 
Um, our business is legitimate for the most part, as far as anyone knows. Now, it could be a Tony and Uncle Junior relationship at some point, because one of the storylines of season one is that Tony lets Uncle Junior think he's still in charge, even though Tony's in charge. There may be a point somewhere, you know, before you put me in a nursing home where you let me think I'm in charge, but I'm really yeah, not in charge just, and you are. You, Yeah, one day you'll just, you won't be doing any of the work, but you'll be in charge. Or... Or you'll be in charge, and I'll think I'm in charge, and you need to let me think I'm in charge. Just do right. that. Just let me think I'm in charge. As long as I know okay. the difference, I don't give a shit. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens later on. Now, they're, they're also, I mean, and, and I, I don't I don't want to get into like an Oedipus complex here, but but I could argue that that we kind of have a Tony and Furio relationship because from time to time, like, you, you, you draw your mother, my wife, like, un, like, you know, she's more loyal to you than me. So it kind of goes through the whole thing. Like when Carmela was, was smitten with Furio, but okay. that, that's okay. a little too, that's a little too Freudian. Okay. Yeah. That's making you uncomfortable. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> and what, what other relationships could there be? I mean, could it be like Tony, T- and, Tony Johnny and Johnny Sack? Tony and his mom. Well, I hadn't thought of that. Boy, you, I hadn't thought of that. I, I hopefully yep. I'm nicer to you than Tony's mom was to him. Yeah. I think so. But who knows? As I get older, you know, I may I may set the mushrooms on fire. Uh, you know, I, I may try to get you whacked. Uh, you know, that's the thing. Livia tried and failed to get Tony whacked. Um, Tony did get Christopher whacked, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Well, there's a lot of yep. years still we'll to see. go to see how this relationship plays out. As you As you recognize the power that you can try to wrest away from me and come up with a plan for doing it. I don't know that I really feel good about where this may be heading. Brady wants to know your favorite team and favorite current player and all-time favorite player. I mean, favorite team, you know, I would, I would, I would say it's the Vikings. How did that come to be? I was, I was kind of around a, a big Vikings fan my whole life, especially when I was younger. Who, your grandfather? Mm, the one I'm sitting across from right now. And, and Chris Sims will, will never let me explain this but you've been around me the last nine years specifically if not longer than that i am not like i used to be well you used to only wear uh vikings jerseys and hats out in public and like that would be like that 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 was like your casual wear when you're done being a lawyer you'd put your jersey on when you got home that's just a bunch of bullshit and you know it (laughs) and i i kind of remember you doing that all the time it's the only thing you'd wear I, I think that you're misremembering, just like you misremembered me saying the F word while you were asleep back in 2005. Yep. Uh, I guess I guess I'm remembering someone different. But but you will acknowledge this. I'm not like I used to be. Uh, yeah, I can acknowledge that. Because now I, it's my business. It's what I do. Right. And, and, and the thing is, and this is one of the problems, when there's something that's your passion that becomes your business and it's what you do all the time, you lose some, you lose some, some of it, not all of it, but you lose some of it because you have a different perspective because you know the people. And now it's like there are players that I like, players who I've interviewed who, you know, like they seem like nice people. We run into Travis Kelsey. He's a nice guy. I root for players to do well and I root for players to win rings as much as I root for, you know, any given team. And, and, uh, I look, it's, it's no fun if you don't have some mild rooting interest. I mean, you can't be a robot, whether it's your fantasy team, whether it's somebody you like, whether it's a given game, you want to see somebody do well because somebody's gone through some adversity, but for you, it's the Vikings and I remember a certain game with Brett Favre rolling right and throwing an interception across his body 
right when it looked like the Vikings were heading to the Super Bowl and we'd have gone to Miami for the Super Bowl and somebody... Yeah, I was only... I was 13 when that happened. And somebody was very upset about that. Very upset. You act like you were never upset when the Vikings lost four Super Bowls back in the day. Oh, I was extremely upset. I cried and cried. So, And it was weird because you were very standoffish about the Vikings because, hey, that's dad's thing and I want my own thing. And, and I, that's how I ended up being a Vikings fan when I was a kid because everybody liked the Steelers. It's like, well, well, everybody likes the Steelers. I want my own thing. I wish I'd like the Steelers. In hindsight, they won four Super Bowls in six years back during my formative years. But you kind of came around on your own. And that's the thing. I, I didn't push it. I just, I let you make your own decision. And that was the game where I think the hook got set. I think going through that kind of pain creates a tighter bond with the team than if you go through the euphoria. And then you constantly are trying to overcome that feeling. And that's where you were this year when, you know, the Vikings went to Philadelphia and it all went to shit. Aren't you glad we didn't go to that game? Oh, yeah. I never wanted to go. But oh. yeah, I'm glad we didn't. But I thought I, we were talking about going. I thought you wanted I, to go. Nah, I wouldn't want to go there. W- would you have gone to Minnesota if it was Eagles at yeah, Vikings? Yeah, I would have definitely gone to Minnesota. And the Vikings very well may have won that game if it was a home game. Who knows? And, and uh, I don't know. You're skeptical about Kirk Cousins, aren't you? Yes. Why? I just am. Because you think that they paid him I mean, too much yeah, money or too it's mu- not too as much, good? Is that they paid him too much money and they kind of let everyone, they just let everyone walk away and put all their trust in him. I kind of think for $18 million, I'd have gone with Case Keenum over $28 million for Kirk Cousins. I, I kind of agree with that. I thought Case Keenum did incredibly well. It's just the Vikings never warmed up to him. It's almost like, this is a bad example, but I'm going to use it anyway. I'm better call Saul when Jimmy McGill becomes a lawyer. Like they don't want to hire him at at uh, HHM because they think of him as Jimmy the copy guy. Like, they think of Case Keenum as the guy they brought in to be a backup, and they've never respected him as a guy who can get it done as a starter, so they had to let him go, and they had to pay a shitload of money to bring in Kirk Cousins. And, yeah, you're right. And I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to take him as far as Keenum did. So uh, I mean, we went we went as far as we could have. I mean... What's this we? Now you sound like stats. We. All right, the Vikings went as far yeah, as better. they could have. That's better. All right, who's your favorite player right now? I really don't have a favorite player. It right was now. Alex Boone not that long ago when he was with the Vikings. Yeah. And it was Pat McAfee at one point. Yeah. You're a big Pat McAfee fan. Yeah, I like Pat. Who's your all-time favorite player? Probably Jared Allen. You wore his number at one point. I did wear his number. Yeah, and I kept, I kept uh, hoping that certain family members would not realize why you wore that number and why he wears that I, number. I wore it for Jared Allen. Well, I, yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to wear it because I, it's hilarious. Okay. I I still think that was part of it. I mean, I guess it was funny at the time. The uh, You were an Adrian Peterson fan. I will, yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. used to be a fan. Yeah. He, he's, uh, he's still looking for a job. You know that, don't you? I, yeah, I know he is. I, I'm surprised the Packers never signed him. I think he could be good in Green Bay, but uh, uh, I still think they could. All right, let's see what else is going on here. Um, When does stick to football piss you off? That comes from Leapers 500. Is it not the case that anyone of any stripe will likely swallow most of their political opinions most days, but some moments, some issue will provoke people to say this is my limit? Look, it doesn't piss me off when people say stick to football because what happens is they say stick to football – when you are articulating an opinion they disagree with. If you are articulating an opinion they agree with, they, would, they wouldn't say stick to football. They'd say, you're absolutely right. So stick to football means... <laughs> you all right there? 
We got to get you a cough button if you're gonna do this again. You, you got He's got to exit. He's got a little cough. Uh, but uh, they wouldn't say stick to football if they agreed with what we're saying. And it doesn't bother me when people say stick to football because it's never going to get me to stick to football. They're wasting their breath. You can threaten to unfollow me on Twitter. You can say stick to football. You can say whatever you want. I'm still going to do what I want to do, and I'm going to say what I want to say undeterred. And there are certain things that happen in society that require me to speak out. The thing that pissed off a lot of people this week was the comment I made about the fact that the audio that was out there of the kids who were separated from their parents, just the crying of those kids who were desperate to get together with their parents, how does that not affect you as a human being? And that's not a political observation. How does that not affect you? If it doesn't affect you, there's something seriously wrong with you. All right, let's see what else we got here. This hour has flown by. Let's uh, let's let's answer a few more, and then uh, we can wrap it up for the weekend. The Impact 99 wants to know, given the Jameis Winston suspension, what chance does Tampa have to get out of the NFC basement? I would say a lot smaller chance than it had a week ago. Although, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that they were going to win their first three games with Jameis Winston. I think they're more likely to lose them without him. But Ryan Fitzpatrick was 2-1 and one last year in the three games he started when Winston was injured. So who knows what they'll do with Ryan Fitzpatrick and who knows what they would do with Jameis Winston. And I think a house cleaning is coming in Tampa after this season if the Buccaneers don't get out of the NFC South basement. And that means new coach, new GM, and maybe a new starting quarterback. All right. At J. Ireland, 80, which class in law school was the most difficult for you? UCC, yuck. Yeah, UCC, the Uniform Commercial Code. I didn't mind that one very much. I didn't really have a law school class that just vexed me and frustrated me. I mean, property classes were a challenge, but I worked harder on them and I understood them better. I remember the rule against perpetuities. That was kind of tough to figure out. That was from Property 3. Law school was easy. Once you get through an engineering curriculum, in undergrad, like I did, law school becomes incredibly easy. Uh, all right, one more. Leapers 500. Would you want your son, Alex, to become an attorney? My dad, I don't think, wanted me to become an engineer, but he definitely didn't want me to become an actor either. What would be the profession that would most disappoint or elate you for your son? See, I I grew up with parents who constantly had a vision of what they wanted me to do. And my parents were very intent on their children assimilating into American society because their parents came from Italy. And I think it was huge for them to get accepted into American society. So they wanted me to do something traditional. They wanted me to do something safe. When I got my graduate, not my undergraduate degree in engineering, they wanted me to get a job and keep that job for 40 years because that's what Americans did. When I said I was going to go to law school, they didn't like it one bit. And every decision I've made professionally, they would have hated. Most of them they weren't around for. And oh my God, when I gave up practicing law to do this full time, they would have been beside themselves. And I remember for me, when I told them I was going to law school and they objected to it very, very aggressively. That was when I was old enough to say, I'm sorry, I love you, but I got to do what I got to do. What's right for me. I can't do what you want me to do. So I know how hard that was. My approach has always been with you and correct me if I'm wrong. This is the last question. We're going to wrap it up. I have always told you do what you want to do, not what anyone else wants you to do. You find what you want to do and you do it, whatever it is, unpressured by me or anyone else to do what you think someone else wants you to do. Is that an accurate statement? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's pretty accurate. All right, good. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. That's all I've wanted to do because I know how it felt to feel like other people were pressuring you to do 
What do you want? I want the mouse. Oh, he wants the mouse. All right, he's gonna, he's gonna. Oh God, who knows what he's gonna do? You know, the other night I had my laptop open, and uh, you were gonna, you were gonna. What are you gonna do now? You're gonna. You, I right. want to scroll down some more. All right, now see what you can see. I don't even know if you can see that far. Oh, here we go. Are you wor- This is Sergio D. Are you, are you working to get into the business and eventually take over the reins? We talked about that earlier. Yes. All right. Well, bring it. Bring it. You're just going to have to deal with me because I hope to be around. I hope to be yeah, around a little I, I longer. Hope, I, hope you, I hope you're around, Yeah. I hope, I hope we got another five or ten years left. Here's, here's another one from Sergio Maybe D. Maybe 50. 50? I don't know that I want to be 103. Uh, have mean, you seen anyone who's I, 103? I think... Uh, Everything's progressing pretty well for people to be able to live into their hundreds. Stat's mother, I may be talking out of school here. Stat's mother has a belief that she wants to go 80 and out. She doesn't want to live past 80. I said she may feel differently at 79, but uh, I'll take 90. I don't know about 100. 90, I'm fine with. 100 could be an issue. Sergio D, this will truly be the last one. Tell us the truth. Who were you more scared of when you were growing up, mom or dad? I don't know if I was ever really scared of you guys. You never really gave me a reason to be scared. Who were you scared of generally? Who who scared you when you were a kid? Who scared me? Yeah, when you were a kid. What do you remember? I mean, I remember being scared to death of the Wicked Witch from The Wizard of Oz. Like, I'd piss my pants when she'd make her first appearance during the movie. What were you scared of? It's, uh, we're talking about you were mom. No, I know, but I'm broadening it since you don't have one between the two. I'm just... I thought you'd, like, try to get something out of me. No, I'm not... No, because she's probably going to listen to this, and I don't want to get in trouble. So, I mean, what am I going to do? You should have been more scared of me? I mean, no. Let's broaden it. If you weren't scared of either of us, what were you scared... I know one thing you were scared of that was hilarious when you were little. What? The orange moon. Do you remember that? Yeah, I was really young, and it was scary. I just it was like three. <laughs> I just remember. Yeah, it was like, it wasn't normal. <laughs> no, it was gigantic and it was orange and you were scared of the orange moon. And I didn't make fun of you for it. It's like, you know, kids get scared of all sorts of things. You never went through the monsters under your bed nah, routine. Nah. And you never had trouble like sleeping. Like you didn't have nightmares and stuff. Nah. You, you got nosebleeds, which was a Everyone nightmare. gets nosebleeds. Man, you had some bad nosebleeds. And the problem is your mom doesn't do well with blood, so I didn't know who to take care of. Like, you'd have the nosebleed, and it's like, do I take care of you? Your mom's passed out on the floor. Do I take care of her? You did have the one accident where we had to go to the emergency room. It only happened once. If you have kids, you have to realize it's going to happen at some point. You remember what sent you to the emergency room? You remember that? I remember. The, the bed, there was the bed that we didn't have a frame around, so there was a metal piece, and you were screwing around, and you tumbled into it, and you ripped right above your, was it your leg? Upper thigh on the back side, ripped open, stitches. That was bad. And you knew instantly. You said, I've got to go to the hospital. And we're like, what's going on? And I saw it, and it's like, oh, God, he's got to go to the hospital. The one time we had to make a trip to the emergency room. That's not bad. 18 years, that's not bad. Because usually right. there's usually there's there's more than that. Usually it's the emergency room once every three or four years for some sort of mishap around the house. So uh, you still have a scar there. I haven't you know I don't I haven't seen. Yeah, I, I still have a scar there. I think. Is it gotten better or worse as you've gotten older? I don't know. I've never like looked at it. Well, I mean, I it's just it, like feel it. Of all the places to have a scar, I mean that's a good spot. Like very high thigh, lower butt on the back. Right. Whoever sees it. Well, it, it was like it was like right. At the top of my thigh. When the Vikings win the Super Bowl, will you get a Vikings tattoo? We already talked about it that we would. Are you sure that you would? What do you mean we? I never said yeah, I'm going you, to. No, the agreement was that you and I would get Vikings tattoos if they won the Super Bowl. And you know what your mom said when we asked her? No. 
No, she said okay because they're never oh. going to win the Super Bowl. Oh. She's fine with it. I forgot she said that. Yeah, she said go ahead because they're never going to win the Super Bowl. It's like, gee, thanks. Yeah, she doesn't support our team. No, she doesn't support your team. I hate all teams equally. Yeah. All right. Wait, we we uh, we made, we went to the opening of the stadium. That's a hell of a stadium. You've been to the stadium twice now. That really is a great stadium. I can't imagine a better stadium. I, I know the new stadium in L.A. is supposed to be even better. That stadium in Minnesota, there's just something special about that place. And Yeah, it is really. It's great there. Uh, it's incredible. It, it, but it was weird to go see the Eagles and the Patriots play in the Super Bowl. You weren't happy about that. You were no, you, you initially I, refused to obviously go. Obviously, yeah, I, I didn't want to go. I mean, it took me a while to talk you into going. So, and just think of how crazy it would have been because you were at the Mall of America with me that week. How many Vikings fans were there with the oh, Vikings? Oh, they are everywhere. With, with the Vikings not in the Super Bowl. Imagine what it would have been like if they'd have been in the Super Bowl. That skull chant would have been everywhere. It would have been, it would have been impossible to get in or out of that place. Oh, it would have been ridiculous. All right. Well, we're going to get out of this. I, I, I wanted for a long time to introduce you to the PFTPM Posse. The PFTPM podcast is much more free form. We can talk about whatever we want, whenever we want. So you'll be here for several more weeks while school is out, and maybe we'll do it again. Yeah. Oh, may, yeah, we, we could maybe do it again. Are you, are you going to charge me for this? No. Like, we'll, we'll see. Like, we'll see what kind of response it gets. We'll see what kind of response it gets. Is that what's going to determine your price? Like, the first one's for free? No, I, I'll never charge for my appearances. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, well... I guess you don't need to because whatever you need financially is taken yeah, care of. Well, yeah, and there's just, there's not really much of a need. Well, and I will say this. You don't abuse it. I mean, you could abuse it if you wanted to and you don't. You're yeah, responsible. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not little, I'm not a little brat. You used to be, but you've matured uh, into a I fine never, young man. I was never a brat. You don't waste money, which is good. Right. You're not as cheap as I am, but you don't waste money. I mean, yeah, I mean, you taught me how to save money. One, well, I'm also trying to teach you how to spend it responsibly because right. the things you need, you get, but the things you don't need, you don't get. It's mm-hmm. that simple. It's a very simple way to yep. get through life. Just ask yourself, do I really need this? Yeah. I think I think it was George Brett that once said, if there's something you really want, wait two weeks, and if you still want it after two weeks, then go get it. You're fascinated by that, aren't you? I think you've told me that before. Do you know who George Brett is? No. He was a baseball player. You know he was born in West Virginia? Where? I don't know, somewhere in West Virginia. Uh, I mean, I know it's a fairly big state, but uh, you know the ga- the gambling's coming to West Virginia. I highly recommend that you don't gamble. I don't want to gamble, but I w- I wouldn't mind making money off of people gambling. Well, how are we gonna do that? We're not gonna open a casino. Yeah, let's open a casino. We could open a casino down at the barn. Let's open a hot spot. No, the the hot. You know what? Well, for anyone out there, the hot spot is the video poker lounge. I got a problem with those because the people who are in those hot spot lounges are the last people who should be spending their money. They are people who use their social security checks, their money that they need for food. They think they're going to drop in a quarter and win huge money, and they end up losing all their money, and they put themselves in an even worse position. Now, gambling on sports, I'd feel differently about if there's a way to make some money off of that, but we'll see how that plays out. All right, I think we've exhausted everything we can talk about for now. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do it again later. Yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what the response is. This will yeah, be interesting. We'll this is when we went when we started this. My thought was, you know what? If if it just feels like it's not working, we just don't post it, and you know we can just try it again sometime in the future. But I think we'll post it. Are you are you comfortable with me posting? Yeah, it's, yeah. Even though uh, you swore, I plan I plan for it to be posted. But what happens if like you get some negative feedback? What if your grandmother listens to this and hears you say shit? What are you gonna do? Uh, I, I don't really care if anyone hears me cuss. All right, well, 
Yeah, I think you know deep down they're not going to listen to it. I think that's yeah. the answer I was looking for. They don't know what a podcast is. Right. Well, maybe mom will play it for them. No, I don't think she will. I, I, no, I don't think she will. No. I don't think she will. Because you went S-bomb. Not, like, it was like the over-under was seven and a half minutes. I think I got the under on that one. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm off PFT Live for the next four weeks. We'll still be updating ProFootballTalk.com all the time, every day. Hashtag no days off. PFTPM podcast will continue most weekdays. We may be going away somewhere. We're trying to plan a trip. I don't know. I like just being at home when I have time off. I like relaxing. I like uh, chasing around the dog and taking her outside to pee and poop. You know, that's really, uh, that's really, uh, that's really fun for me, but we're going to be doing it. For, I don't know how long until the dog is actually trained. Like at some point the dog has to be trained. It'll be a while. The dog pissed in the house five times yesterday. And the dog, like the dog went two weeks without crapping in the house. And now all of a sudden the dog has no qualms assuming the stance and beginning the process of creating the thing that about, you know, uh, that has landed on the tile twice now in the last two days. So we got to figure this out. The dog is going the wrong direction with the whole housebreaking, but that's what I'll be doing for the next few weeks. And I'll be entertaining you or not entertaining you or trying to entertain you as the case may be. Thanks as always for your support. Have a great weekend. We'll talk again on Monday. You can find the PFTPM podcast on Art19, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, and you will, subscribe for automatic downloads. Leave a rating and review. That'll help new listeners find our show and push us up the charts. Search PFTPM for your evening update from Pro Football Talk.